0: I'm so excited to preach this morning, Good Friday morning. It's a very, very special day, <clears throat> and what makes it more special for me is this year Easter and Passover line up together. So tonight is the first night of Passover, where um, I and my family and Chris and Elle um, will be doing the pas- special Passover meal. So for them to line up together is really exciting. And when Pastor Gary asked me to preach, I knew straight away what I wanted to talk about. Um, so it's something that comes in as part of the Passover meal. Um, I learned a lot about this when I was in Israel. I learned a lot of things in Israel about all sorts of different stuff. Um, but to experience the Passover meal in Israel, in Jerusalem was just incredible and it just gave such a depth and a meaning to it and so now when I read the Exodus story I'm just like seeing so much more when I'm reading the New Testament and all other bits and pieces I was just like it brings it to life and I'm discovering all these little bits that I'd never noticed before which it's, isn't that just like God yes, right. just, it's the living word that just every time you read it there's something more to discover So I learnt a lot in Israel about that, learnt a lot of um, Hebrew phrases as well. I tried to learn um, as much Hebrew as I could before and over there. Unfortunately, I didn't learn quite as much as I wanted to because we spoke English in the office. But I picked up a few phrases. Anilor metabelitivrit. I don't speak Hebrew. Rega, rega, as you're running towards the bus. Wait, wait. We said that one a lot. Especially when you're trying to catch the last bus before Sabbath, before Shabbat, because at about three o'clock on a Friday afternoon, all the buses stop. And so if you don't catch that last bus, you're walking home. Um, Narg, which um, means driver. So if the bus is packed and you're trying to get out and the bus driver doesn't see there's someone waiting at the door, Narg, driver, open the door. Or one that I find very amusing. And I'm very glad that someone told me the meaning of this um, before I actually heard someone yelling it in this um, neighbours yelling it. The word die, D-A-I, which means enough or stop. So I heard it that morning, and then I like, I was told about the meaning of it that morning. Then that afternoon, I hear the neighbor's kids screaming, die, die. <laughs> so it was good that I knew the Hebrew version and they're not actually speaking in English. <coughs> but um, when I heard the word day, it actually meant so much more with when I learnt the past, when I had the Passover meal because part of that is a phrase called Dayenu, which means enough to us, or it would have been enough. So Dayenu is a very important part of the Passover Seder comes a little way into it and it's talking about how God did all these amazing things and even if he just did one thing, it would have been enough. Yeah. But he did something else. That's great, and that would have been enough, but then he did something else. Yeah, that's great. And so they recount all the things that God did and say, Dainu. So I'm going to read that part out. This is this little booklet here is a similar sort of thing that they go through every year in the Passover, read the scriptures, read all different things about all what bits represent, but this is the part called Dayenu. So it says, Had he brought us out of Egypt and not executed judgment against them, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he executed judgment against them, and not executed judgment against their gods, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he executed judgment to their gods and not slain their firstborn, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he slain their firstborn and not given us their wealth, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he divided the sea for us and not brought us through the sea on dry land, Dayenu, it would have been enough. It's starting to build, right? Had he brought us through the sea on dry land and not drowned our oppressors in it, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he drowned our oppressors in it and not helped us 40 years in the desert, Dayenu, it would have been enough. It's keep on going. Had he helped us 40 years in the desert and not fed us manna, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he given us the Sabbath and not brought us to Mount Sinai, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he given us Torah and not brought us to the land of Israel, Dayenu, it would have been enough. Had he brought us to the land of Israel and not built for us the holy temple, Dayenu, it would have been enough. But the Holy One, blessed be he, Provided all these blessings for our ancestors. And not only these, but many more. Blessed are you, O God, for you have in mercy supplied all our needs. Yes. Oh, doesn't it paint such a picture? And like it said, not only this, but so much more. It's oh, so good. So that is part of the Passover meal, but... What, what, is, what is Passover? Just in case you don't know, in Exodus 12, it's the story of Moses and the Israelite people who were slaves in Egypt. And Moses, um, God sent him as their deliverer, he said, let my, Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh wouldn't. So he bought the ten plagues. God brought the ten plagues upon Egypt. And interesting to note, each of those ten plagues line up to. I said, had you not executed judgments against their gods, each plague um, attacks or rep, you know goes against one of the Egyptians' gods. So it's saying, God, our God is bigger than your gods. And so, the tenth plague was the death of every firstborn son. But to pre- protect against that, they sacrificed a lamb, put the blood on the door, and when God saw the blood on the door of the Israelite homes, he would pass over those houses and they would be protected. So after that, then the Israelites were like, okay, go, get out of here, leave us alone. The Israelite people were finally free after 400 years of slavery. And so that whole story, and then continuing on, God providing for them in the desert, it would have been enough. See, God's goodness is evident all throughout the Bible. So many scriptures. You could just spend all day, all year, all your whole lifetime finding those scriptures. Um, In Psalm 136, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. And it does a similar thing like Dayanu, going through each and every thing that God did to them. And they say, you're you give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. They repeat that refrain. And um, that word, um, love, is actually chesed, mercy, love, loving kindness, steadfast love. has a few different translations. Um, but that is actually how God introduces himself to the Israelite people when he gives them the commandments. In Exodus 34 verses 6 and 7 it says the lord the lord passed before him
1: which is moses
0: and proclaimed the lord the lord god merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love that's the word there said and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for the thousandth generation forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin yet by no means clearing the guilty, but visiting the iniquity of the parents upon the children and their children's children to the third and fourth generation. But I love how he introduces himself as merciful and kind and love to the thousandth generation. So Dayanu means it would have been enough. But it actually means more than that because it implies that God did more yeah. than enough. And as Christians, we see the fulfillment of that in Jesus because how much more did he do? Yeah, so Ugh. Jesus was the ultimate expression of Dayenu. What, what did Jesus do? God himself came to earth as a lowly human. He healed all that came to him. He gave the disciples the new covenant. He washed their feet. Now surely you would think, Dianu, it would have been enough just doing that. But then he went to the cross. He was whipped. He was beaten. He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. And if that wasn't enough, on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. And he went to that cross for a forever sacrifice for our sin. As Christiane was saying, he didn't have to die over and over again. It was once. So, Dianu, Jesus was enough. But, and I love but, he didn't stop there. He rose from the grave. He gave us his Holy Spirit. He made us his family. And he blessed us with every spiritual blessing, which I think if I had to choose a favourite book in the Bible, it's Ephesians. Merely, I think, to do with the fact that, I don't know if you can see it from here, how much is underlined just in that first chapter. But... If you want to know about how much God has done, read Ephesians. It just starts off after Paul's introduction. Verse, Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And then it goes on to list them all. And it's just crazy. Um, what gets me is... He goes on to say about the that you may know what the is the immeasurable greatness of his power like how can you know the immeasurable <laughs> but that is so God yeah, yeah. he's just mm, so so amazing his immeasurable greatness and it's just you look at these blessings and you go wow." And watch more. Why would God, the king of the universe, give all that to someone like you and me? But John says it so beautifully. Why did he do that? Because God so loved the world. He didn't just love the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Yeah. Diane, it would have been enough. But he did more than enough. Yeah. And in fact, that was his plan all along from the very beginning. His plan was to bring us back to redemption Get the band to come up just as I finish up here. I'm just so overwhelmed by God's love. And I gave my heart to God when I was three. I've been in church my whole life, but still, those 31 years later now, and I still. I have so much to learn about God's love. I'm still discovering how much he loves me so good, and still get overwhelmed by, wow, yeah. when I s- discover something new about him. Yeah. It's, it would have been enough, but he did more than enough. So, yeah. so it would be remiss of me... Mm not to take this opportunity again. Even though Pastor Gary asked at the start of the service if there's anyone here who wants to invite Christ into their life. But I'm going to ask again. Because sometimes we hold back for whatever reason, maybe out of fear, maybe out of disbelief that God couldn't love me. That's, that's not for me. I, I couldn't possibly have that. But no, Diana, it would have been enough For you, he did it. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But some other translations say, The Lord is my shepherd and my best friend. I have everything I need. And in him you can find that. In him you can find that love. In him you can find anything that you've been searching for. Because he is enough for you. So if there is anyone here who didn't put their hand up for the start and wants to now, or anyone watching online, drop us a comment in the section there. But if you want to give your heart to God now, just stick up your hands. You're among friends today. If you want to say, Yes, Lord, you are enough for me. Because if you take that chance, if you take that risk, if you step out in faith, you will discover that he is enough. So if I can get you all to stand with me, I want to speak to everyone else as well. Because sometimes we might have been a Christian for a while, maybe a little while, maybe a long while like me, but we forget that there's so much more to discover. So if you know that God is enough, but you want more, And this is not being greedy because there is more than enough. I want you to come out the front and join me this morning. If you want to experience more of God's love today, if you want to discover a new facet of his love, or if you're just struggling to even feel that love, even though you know it's there, but you're struggling to feel it, please come out the front and join me. I I want to pray with you. be shy. There's more to go around. And God's love is the safest place you could ever, ever be. Diana, it would have been enough. But thank you, Jesus, you are more than enough. So I want to read from Ephesians. There's an amazing prayer in here. Ephesians 3, verses 14 to verse 21. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love, than all we could ask or imagine. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you were more than enough. Thank you, God, that we can experience your love new, afresh, every single day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you died on the cross, that you rose again. Diana, thank you, Lord, you are enough.